Hi, and welcome back to Dating Funnies. Kind of a very, very interesting week this week. How is everyone doing today? It's a Saturday morning here in Bellevue, Washington. Kind of a cloudy, cold May day. I thought I would touch upon a few things, of course, in my week, and then some other things that I've seen that kind of, kind of interesting. I like to get people's input on uh, with regards to dating and dating apps. So let me start with this. I thought I would share this with everyone this week just to kind of give you a, a rough idea of what I'm putting out on my dating profiles. And I don't know, maybe some of you will agree that it deserves hate emails or it deserves nobody paying attention to me. But I'm going to read what I have on Plenty of Fish, Zeus, Match, and OkCupid. Okay All the same profile. This is what my profile says. Single, divorced man that enjoys many things which include golf, sailing, downhill skiing, hikes, the beach, wine tastings, movies, concerts, comedy, traveling to fun destinations, family time and friends. You'll find that I am very social, creative, outgoing, yet laid back, ambitious, and always open to learning more about myself and others. My perfect match is someone that is fun, playful, adventurous, has great friends, and loves their time with their family. Successful and secure, happy with who they are, enjoy, enjoys attending sporting events. Let's explore and enjoy life. Traveling, hiking, warm weather destinations, weekend getaways, trips to Walla Walla and Napa for wine tastings, as well as the many places in Woodville and Kirkland. I look forward to meeting you as well as getting to know more about you and all that you're hoping to enjoy too. That's my profile on all those sites. Again, an email from one lady on match.com. Thanks for the interest. However, I can see that you're more interested about drinking wine than you are anything else. I guess that's one way to interpret it. I read a book once called The Four Agreements, and it says 95% of all of assumptions are never come true. So The Four Agreements says don't make assumptions. Don't take things personally. Be good with your word, the word that you say to yourself, the, way, the word you say to others, and always try your very best. It's a book I recommend. So I sent her back and I said, well, I don't know if I would make that assumption. There's a lot more to me than just that. And I'm thinking more of the wine tasting as destinations. When I went to Walla Walla a few times, it was so much fun. Yeah, we did some wine tasting. But we were out in, the, in Walla Walla and having, you know, dancing around fire pits, meeting new friends, going to social events, looking at the different vineyards and their facilities. It's more of an event than it is about wine tasting. Sure, you buy a couple of bottles here and there, but you're not drinking yourself crazy. It's, you know, like the airport wines out in Walla Walla. I personally have never been to Napa Valley. I've heard lots of great things about it. I'd love to go to Napa Valley, if nothing else, to see the restaurants, enjoy some great food, hang out with some friends, taste some good wines. I couldn't believe that she targeted just that, and therefore I wasn't the one for her. Okay, I'm not sure why I get hate emails. I'm just kind of putting out a little bit of who I am. I don't know what else I could possibly put. I've tried all kinds of different things with people, and I still get different kinds of angry people emailing me. So that's very frustrating. Now I've got a lady on Zeus who's trying to set me up with a friend of hers, but yeah, won't give me the friend's name. And so I sent her my email address, and it's the friend emailed me I emailed her back of course I don't hear from her for three days and I finally finally get a response from her she'll get back to me in a couple more days and that's all well and good 
But uh, I just think it's odd. Why doesn't the friend create her own dating sites? I don't really know what the setup is there. And I probably won't put that much time, energy, and effort into it as well. Uh, maybe a little bit, but not a whole lot. Then I had to chuckle. I did meet a lady off of uh, Zeusk, an older lady in her early 70s. She ended up being 15 minutes late. And I'm one about, hey, if you're going to meet somebody at a certain time, meet them at a certain time. I got there early waiting for them. I didn't order anything because I want to wait and order once they got there. But I had to chuckle. We kind of had a nice conversation. It's interesting listening to her story of uh, the businesses that she was involved with and her relationship with her her sons and the grandkids. And she's off doing her traveling and stuff. And she's in a financial position to do that. And I think that's fantastic. She met me, seemed to be interested in me. I'm not so sure I'm really interested in her, but she's now leaving. She's already left. She's going down to Palm Springs for a couple of weeks, and then she's going on to Puerto Vallarta for a month. Okay, well, all right, that's fine. You know, we reconnect and chat a month and a half too much for now. I guess that's fine, too. I'm just not all that intrigued, but I had to chuckle in our conversation where she asked me, now I've got a light scrubby beard, right? And I look good in a beard. I, I, I For some reason, I'm able to grow a nice beard. But it's not a full-on beard. I, I trim it down all the time because I like it nice and neat. And I like to shave underneath along my neck and just underneath my eyes to kind of trim it up. And she asked me, she says, oh, do you really like your beard? Yeah, I kind of like my beard. I said, why, don't you like beards? She goes, no, I don't like beards. I actually prefer men without beards. Okay, so you'd prefer to date someone without a beard. Well, that'd be my first preference. I'm just not a beard guy. All right. Well, I'm glad she said that. It made me pause because it'd be like, wow, you know, you're very well endowed. Are you planning on maybe having breast reduction surgery? Because I prefer women with smaller breasts. Why would I say that? Or I prefer women with bigger breasts. I prefer someone with a smaller butt or a bigger butt. You know, I don't like the way you dress. You always dress that way. Well, can you dress differently? Because I like people dressed a different way. I get we all have this image of who we think our perfect partner might be but on a first meet greet you know that might be something if we were to date and see each other or she might maybe come out and say you know i've yet to see your face without a beard i bet you look even cuter without the beard that, that might entice me to want to say you know maybe i'll shave off the beard and see how it goes have you run into a situation i'm sure we have other people have where they they say something up front and Maybe they shouldn't have. Maybe she just, you know, she hasn't really started the dating thing much. So maybe that's part of it. Maybe I make more of it than it should be. But I just, it just made me pause. Then I met a Chinese lady off of Zeusk as well. And like I said, I get more more feedback on Zeus than anywhere. Even though, same profile everywhere. And her picture was like 15 years ago. Although she's still somewhat of an attractive lady. And she wanted to meet at a cafe place at turned out to be in the building she was living in and that's all well and good except when we got the drinks and she actually paid so thought, wow all right well that's cool thanks you know appreciate the the coffee and she wanted to go meet in a private area but i didn't know where she's taking me actually you know we're going across the alleyway we're going into a lobby we're going upstairs in an elevator it's like i don't know who she is where are we going Plus, I could hardly understand her because even though she's been in the U.S. for a long time, she came from China, went to New York, and I come to find out she's married to a Caucasian guy, which is what I am. And that's all well and good. But she still had broken Chinese to English, and it's very difficult for me to comprehend. And 
And so that makes me pause because, God, relationships can be hard enough as it is. And then to understand the language, the language barriers, the tones, it can be very difficult. But the one thing that really kind of backed me up a lot was that this particular lady is a doctor. Good for her. Great career. However, her teeth look look terrible. So I'm sitting there, when I look at someone, I look at their teeth, their hair, how they kind of, you know, kind of how they dress. As, as she dressed more like she was still right off of uh, her job with her scrubs on, even though they weren't scrubs. But, she, you know, I, I put on a nice sport coat, nice shirt, made sure I had nice shoes on so that I would look somewhat my best. And, and she didn't seem to put in that much effort. But the teeth really set me back because, you know, I've, I've got nice teeth. They all haven't been veneered or redone with the, the, the dentist. I just go to the dentist every six months and have my teeth cleaned. I take care of my teeth uh, on a regular basis. They're not perfect, but you know, they're not dingy or looking like they haven't been taking care of them. So that kind of that really made me pause. You know, how would you guys feel? You met someone, they seemed charming, they had great, a great picture or two. Uh, on their profile and then you show up and wow you know they're, they're they look older they are older than their picture their teeth look terrible uh, and they, they don't dress you know appealing enough to kind of uh, pique your interest I mean if you're going to show up dressed in sweats which she didn't but if someone did I'd say okay well they're really not that interested in trying to intrigue me enough to be interested in them. So I kind of I kind of fell off that train a little bit. I didn't particularly, haven't been that excited about her, although she did text me. Uh, she got my phone number through our emails and said it was nice meeting me. And, and I sent it back and said the same, but I don't think I'm going to go much further than that. Now, I have to, I'm going to share this one this week that came from a lady on Zeus. When you like somebody, they, they send them a, a smile or a heart. So she got my heart. Because I thought, wow, she's a cute older woman in her mid-60s. She sends me this email and says, Just happened to have this in my hand. Thanks for the heart. You sound great. Oh, great. Fantastic. I, so I, I sent her back an email and I said, oh, Trying to make fun of the situation a little bit. Sure you did, LOL. Kind of laughing about her. She just had it in her hand. And I sent her and said, Thanks for the email and interest. You have great profile. Enjoyed reading it. And you have a great smile. I think I am great. Hopefully someone will appreciate my greatness as I hope to enjoy theirs. I did see that you hope to meet someone that is more liberal than conservative. Huh. I'm always open to listening to new ways and ideas and how to look at situations or opportunities. Yet I find myself on the conservative side is I'm not too much of a risk taker as I get older. And I wasn't going to touch the political arena, and I'm still, if you're liberal and I'm conservative, I'll still be willing to meet you and talk and see if we have some common grounds and, and work through whatever challenges we might have. Then she sends me back an email a day later, actually late at night, like 11.30 at night, thinking this would be easy for her to do this when I'm probably asleep. She says, thanks for your honesty and kind words. I'm not very political myself but had a real problem with our former president on so many levels. I cringe to think that he's representing our country to the world, and I find that anybody who makes excuses for his behavior is not my kind of person. Enough said. Best of luck finding your match. Now, all I said is, you heard my, read my email here, is that I'm conservative because the older I've gotten, I've gotten to be more conservative. Did I sit there and say I supported Trump? 
that I believed every word he said. You know, I could have easily gone back to and lambaster about, well, you know, I'm not all that happy with what's going on with the Biden administration. Lumber's gone up, it's huge. Gasoline's gone up a buck twenty a gallon. Some of the things that his administration is doing, I don't particularly care for. I didn't particularly care some things that Trump did. But to sit there and blast somebody on an email thread on a dating app, seriously? I mean, what the heck? So I sent her back this. Wow. And then I put, quote, unquote, find that anybody who makes excuses for his behavior is not my kind of person, close quote. And yet, you know nothing about me, I tell her. You know what they say, 95% of assumptions never come true. Sadly, you've actually revealed more about you with that statement than your assumptions about me. I approach each situation and the person with an open mind. So much for sounding great to you in one moment and and a disgusting person in another. Wow. So her whole argument there was now in the final email she sent me, her final email to me was that, oh, I'm just not used to it. I've obviously made a mistake, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, okay, well, I appreciate that. So I sent her back an email and said, look, you know, we all make mistakes. Certainly not going to, you know, hold anyone to making a, a, a mistake initially. Uh, but then she responds back again saying, well, you know, you're just not my type. Okay, that's fine. Just because I said I was conservative, that could mean anything. I w- and then she goes on to tells me that she tries not to be political, yet she became totally political. Whatever your stance is, that's your stance. I can respect that. I may not agree with it. You may not agree with mine, but you got to respect that I have an opinion about it as opposed to no opinion. What are your thoughts on something like that? And then I got something the other day from a listener that's really quite disturbing, and I thought I'd run it by you guys. You know. And I'm I'm not going to try to get political. I'm not here to try to change everybody's decision on anything. But, you know, I've done a lot of research in this last year with regards to COVID-19. And it seems to be a moving target, sadly, on real stats. But what's come out of it mostly is that from the age of zero to 70, 99.98% of the people that get COVID recover. So you have a 0.02 chance of not recovering. And those that don't recover, they have morbidities, obese, diabetes, heart, other respiratory issues that end up dying. And over the age of 70, then it drops down to 94%. So what was interesting in all this COVID is that in the average age that someone lives in the United States is 77 and a half. And that's from all causes. From COVID, the average age of someone dying is 80. So what is real? What isn't real? So what I bring this up because why the big push? Why the big push for vaccines when you have a 0.02% of not surviving COVID? I mean, it's absolutely crazy. I get, okay, if you feel comfortable having a vaccine, go get one. You feel comfortable wearing a mask? Wear a mask. I'll wear a mask if I go into a business if they want me to wear a mask. But there's so much propaganda and so much push to go get a vaccine. Of course, for me, I'm like, why? There isn't enough data out there to convince me that it's safe. It still hasn't been FDA approved, one. Two, there's been over 7,000. In fact, the last number I heard was 7,700 people have died because of a vaccine. In past health issues with the swine flu and other things, if they had 15, 50 people died, they'd take the vaccine right off the market. Here we got 7,700 people that have died if that's a true statistic. From my data so far, it appears to be true. Okay, but why the big push on 
on vaccines. Now, I'm not here to talk to you about that whole dilemma of COVID. Is it real? Is it not? Vaccines? What is? It? What are they? What are they not? How come they're not FDA approved? But where it hits home is, I just got this article from one of my listeners. It says, nine dating apps partner with White House and latest scheme to boost slumping vaccine rates. You know, if the numbers supported it, and I feel comfortable, and I'm not opposed to getting a vaccine. I've had chicken pox vaccine. I've had polio vaccines. I had all that when I was a kid. You know, if you've got uh, other diseases as you get older, then, you know, you got to defend against that. But what they go on, these nine apps, uh, let me read uh, where the information is here for you because I've got it up on my screen. But right now, the White House is partnering with NASCAR, the NFL, Major League Baseball, Country Music, McDonald's, Uber, Lyft, AT&T, Instacart, Target, Trader Joe's, Chobani, rural organizations, social media companies. And many states, including Ohio, New York, Maryland, have offered million-dollar lottery drawings to incentivize residents to get vaccinated. Albertsons, Target, Raytheon, J-Bill, and ATT have offered financial incentives, free lift rides to vaccination appointments, on-site clinics for employees and family members. At Amazon, employees who show proof of vaccination receive an $80 bonus and new hires receive $100 if they're vaccinated. College is giving out wide range of freebies, gift cards, t-shirts, free courses, housing, and cash for students who show proof of of COVID vaccination. You got some states, including New Jersey and my state, Washington, are offering free alcohol to entice people to get their COVID shot. Budweiser is pouring free beer if you can prove your vaccine status. Seriously? Krispy Kreme is now offering a free delays donut to anyone who shows their COVID vaccination record card. This is, in my opinion, this is totally nuts. Why are they pushing us so hard to get these vaccines? What is the real underlying thing here? So on here, it goes on to say that the apps that have are going to try to incentivize us to get vaccines are Match, Tinder, Hinge, OkCupid, BLK, whatever that is, Sysma, Plenty of Fish, Bumble, Badoo will give vaccinated users access to premium content and a host of perks including boost, super likes, and special stickers displayed on their profile that show that they have received their shot. Well, Match owns Tinder. It also owns Hinge. It owns OkCupid. It owns Plenty of Fish. It doesn't own the others from what I understand when I've looked into their portfolio because I, I own different stocks and different companies and everything. I kind of look at like Match thing. oh, maybe I should buy that stock so many people are online. But this reminds me of the 1930s and 1940s and the history where they marked the Jewish people so that people could tell that they're Jewish versus German. I mean, if if the survivor survival rate of, of COVID was less, uh, like if, if, if 90% of the people got it, died, you know, I'd scratch my head a little bit harder about it. But this big push in trying to get people to get vaccinated, and then, then you have to declare whether you have or haven't. I just personally, I just find that, that's a hard no for me. I don't like that. What happened to my body, my choice? What happened to that? You know, now I'm seeing more reports of the Como brothers' sexual misconduct at their work, at their you know the 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 people around them in their networks, and no one seems to bat an eye at that. What happened to the Me Too movement? It was such a popular thing. I mean, the hypocrisy of all this is really has gotten me frustrated. And if me personally, if I'm going to be targeted because I choose at this time not to get a vaccine. 
and I'm going to be targeted on these dating apps, then I'll just I, I'll unplug from the dating apps. I just won't go on there. That's uh, you know, it's kind of interesting that you know, in this whole dating as it is, you know, we're all I think we can all agree that we shouldn't judge people on the color of their skin, uh, their sexual orientation, we shouldn't just uh, you know discredit them for age, and yet they want to discredit us and judge us based upon our political opinions. They want to judge us on whether we've been vaccinated or not. That is that I I, I don't know what else to say. I, I can't believe I even have to have this discussion on a dating uh, site. Uh, talking about funny stories and this has got to be the funniest scariest story I've seen ever certainly throw your two cents at me I you know you're it's okay if you send me hate emails or give me a different way to look at this but they're probably not going to change my mind much I'm trying to meet someone and now I've had to deal with no dating for a year because of COVID rightfully so we didn't know what it was when it first started now they're relaxing some of the requirements and now all of a sudden they keep telling us there's another variant, there's another variant, there's another variant. It's kind of like they're always throwing something out to put us in a state of fear all the time. And I, I find that troubling. And now it's the vaccine push to continue to push fear that, oh my gosh, we can't do anything unless we do this and this and this. And I'm not convinced of that. I haven't gotten COVID. You know, very few people have. You know, you look at our population base and now the numbers are starting to come out the real numbers and we're going to find out five years from now that the numbers weren't as severe as the media has pushed them out to be and that's my that's my biggest rub here and i think that's what's going on we have the media really pushing these false agendas and i would hope that whether we're dating or it's married or we're not dating that we can at least pause for a moment and think for ourselves and say, you know, how does all this really work? At some point, one, does it sound ridiculous? And I think I've reached that point. If they're going to try to to watch me on my phone or try to label me, put a star on my jacket so you can tell if I'm vaccinated versus not being vaccinated, I think that's pretty scary, and we're starting to repeat uh, history there. And uh, I don't like it. I don't like it for my kids. I don't like it for my grandkids. It's it's not a world that I think any of us wanted, want now to live in or want our family to live in 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. Anyway, sorry to make it this whole thing, but I've kind of been out of shape over this whole thing on the dating apps and everything else that's going on. But love to get your feedback. Uh, I don't know who I'll be meeting next week or not meeting. I never know while I'm on these dating sites who's interested, who's not, how far I will go. Right now, I'm just kind of doing my thing every day and opportunities come up, I'll go meet people. I'll wear a mask, I'll do social distance. I'll meet inside, I'll meet outside. You know, who knows who's going to show up and I'll end up being the right fit. I wish every one of you good luck in your efforts to try to meet, date, find someone, even if it's for a hookup or not. Whatever your lifestyle is, good for you. Whatever you're looking for, whatever makes you feel good and you take the extra time, energy, and effort to make someone else feel good, I think those are all great things regardless whether you're man, woman, uh, you've got uh, different gender identity roles, whatever it is. Uh, have fun, be respectful, and uh, I would continue to work on getting back to people and quit ghosting people. At least the nice thing on these people on Zeus this last week, they at least responded back to why they didn't think I was the one for them, although they didn't have enough information. But at least they got back to me. 
And that's a big step, big step going forward in, in communication. Dating Funnies, have a great week. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening.